Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics, a podcast dedicated to exploring how things get places and the people who get them there. We'll talk with logistics and supply chain leaders about innovation, industry trends, and the future of the logistics business. Now, here's your host, Joe Lynch. Hello, friends. This is Joe Lynch with the Logistics of Logistics. Thank you for joining us for the podcast today. Today's topic is developing grit with my friend, Ann Holm. Welcome, Ann. Yeah, great to be back. (laughs) It's always fun to have you on my podcast. Whenever I get emails about, hey, I like your podcast, I always know there's going to be some mention of Ann in there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope I can provide some value to individuals who work in a very, very interesting sector. Yeah, and I think you bring an interesting perspective. So speaking about why you bring that perspective, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background before we get started, Anne? Sure. So I've been in the people development business for 35 years, a really, really long time. Right now, I'm an executive coach. Before that, I was a brain injury specialist. And so all my life, really, all my professional life, I have been very curious about what makes people tick and even more curious about how I can help people devise strategies and maximize the possibility that they're going to be able to reach goals and sustain those goals. So I'm constantly in search for strategies, perspectives, things that I can share with clients so that they can walk away feeling very successful and empowered in the work that they do. Yep. And I've worked with Ann. She's been my life coach, executive coach, sheep herder, whatever you want to call her. She's she's really been helpful for me over the years. And I've recommended her to so many of my clients. And so we have shared clients. And then on top of that, she's helped my kids over time. So she's always, she's just really a valuable resource in my life. Besides besides being a good friend. Yeah. So today's topic, Ann, is developing grit. And the way we came to this topic is during this whole COVID-19, and if somebody's listening six months or a year from after this, <laughs> this might not all seem relevant, but during this time, you know, it was so much anxiety, so much angst and negativity and just, and work-wise, I felt like, oh my God, I am not getting as much done. Partly because it felt like every chain was broken, right? So if you talk yeah. to, you know, we talk about supply chain, and it felt like every other person I talked to was like, yeah, Joe, call me in six weeks. Call me when this is over. Call me mm-hmm. never, right? And yeah. I started sleeping in. I was watching more TV, which was bad, really mm-hmm. bad, because given the news was all negative. And then yep, yep. drinking that extra glass of wine because I wasn't getting up early. Mm-hmm. I became, I gained weight. Mm-hmm. I felt awful. And then I started talking to Ann about it. And, you know, I will say about six weeks ago, so we're, you know, almost at the end of this COVID thing. I, <laughs> I kind of got my wake up call. I stepped on the scale. Oh, and it say get off. <laughs> it should have, maybe it should have some sort of a catapult so that if you if you reach a level that it just uh, it just sends you flying. It's like so I just I I got back on track and so but anyway it reminded me of this whole topic which is so important and not often talked about but Ann knows all about it so I said Ann let's do a podcast on grit. Oh, and I should also mention. Last week, as I was noodling around with Ann with this, I saw my friend Dooner from uh, Freight Waves. He had written this thing on LinkedIn and said, grit and grind. And I was like, yeah, this is like an omen. <laughs> We're doing this podcast. So. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, 
yeah. Talk about grit, Anne. <laughs> well, yeah. So I want to first acknowledge what you said about anxiety sort of being at an all-time high. I think people are stressed because they don't really know what tomorrow holds, much less a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. You have all kinds of people speculating and arguing about what something's going to look like in a week or a month or whatever. And the present day, things are falling apart and having to be rethought of. And how do you address this? Like we've never had to address it before. But there's just a lot going on. And it's led to an overall feeling of anxiety. And anxiety has this way of draining our ability to be powerful, to be able to actually accomplish. Because anxiety, if you come from the North, you understand the idea of wheels spinning in the snow because you're stuck. It's that sort of, you know, energy being expended on anxiety. So what we want to talk about is, well, what do we do about that? Because we can't control all of these variables. We can't control about what the next Fauci briefing is going to say. We can't control whether or not people are wearing face masks at Costco. I mean, you can make those rules, but there's a lot of stuff that you can't control. So you've got to have this way of being able to power through stuff. Yeah. And if I could interrupt, one of the things I felt like, you know, that anxiety to me felt like somewhat like we're all being victimized, right? Like we're all, and when you start to feel like a victim and you're like, hey, stay in the house, wear this mask, wash your hands, take care of yourself because you're at risk. I think I just felt soft. Yeah. And I felt really, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't daily. I kind of enjoyed my soft state for a while. And then I realized like, look mm-hmm. what you've become. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dumb and stupid is no way to go through life. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. That's, isn't that from Animal House? Yeah. Um, it's anyway, it's I, I think it's been it is. a motto at different points of my life. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but yeah, so a state of anxiety is a state in which people feel that they have no power. And so there's no focused power when you're feeling anxious. Anxious. So today we're going to talk about this thing called grit. And what I want to do before we get started about how we can get more grit in our lives, I want to talk about grit and its sister resilience, because there are actually more than one way that you can gain control over what's going on or gain power anyway. One of them is grit, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But I want to talk about real quickly about this thing called resilience because it's slightly different than grit. And it's something that I'm really looking forward to talking about on a future podcast. But uh, today our topic is grit. So resilience is the strategies and mindset that we use to adjust and bounce back from whatever it is that we are encountering. If you think of yourself sailing on an ocean and the winds are changing and the waves are changing and the current is changing, and there's so many changes that are going on, all of these changes you have to navigate. And it's by adjusting strategies. It's by adjusting perspective. So that is what resilience is. And that's a really important part too. It's really the path of ease and flow and it's finding that pathway, that's one way that we can navigate what's going on. The other, and which is very, very important also, is this idea of grit. And grit is the passion or the muscle or the thing that fuels your afterburner when you don't feel like you can go on. It's a growth mindset. It's this idea that, you know, right now, I don't know 
exactly what I'm going to do, but I'm going to, I think I can power through and find out what it is I need to do. And so it's the, the way I think of it too, is if you could watch the children's story, the Grinch that stole Christmas, when the sled starts going down the side of the hill and the Grinch suddenly has the strength of 10 Grinches plus two, and he lifts that sled up because he finds that afterburner to rescue that sled so he can take it back down to Whoville. So it's that, where is that afterburner? How do you create that? Right. And as part of my kind of wake up call when I was just feeling off, right? Feeling soft, feeling like I wasn't trying hard enough during, and I think, you know, it felt like half the world was broken. I listened to some, I love to listen to audiobooks and I listened to a audiobook by these Navy SEALs, like Goggins is one of them, uh, David mm-hmm. Goggins and Dan Crenshaw is another. And then there's mm-hmm. this Jocko Willick. And I know when we were talking offline, you go, those are very masculine <laughs> examples and not every woman listening to the podcast is going to go, great. And now some might, uh, so I don't, I don't want to be uh, sexist, but I, when I was listening to these podcasts, you feel like, it, you know, so I was walking outside, it was cold, yep. windy, but I'm like, you know what? It's not hell week for the seals. So if they can go through all that, yep. I can walk in a windy, cold day, right? Right. And it was even the little things we can say, when if you listen to that, it was like, oh man, yeah, this, it, it felt so good to be, be physical and to kind of move my body and yep. my gym was closed, but it felt like, yeah, I can wear myself outside, you know, by yep. going for a long walk. So anyway, let's talk about some strategies for developing grit. What is the first one? Well, the first one is to have a growth mindset. So what I mean by that is that there is a tendency to Think of yourself as being set in the skill sets that you have. Angela Duckworth talks a lot about this in her book, this idea that... In her TED Talk. Yeah, in her TED Talk. They're both really worth listening to. So for instance, you have this mindset, you are not good at math. And this is a static mindset. This is a mindset that says, I'm not good at math. You walk in and you give minimal effort because you don't feel that there's any impact that you can have. So the growth mindset is this idea that, well, no, actually, if I work with this a little bit more, if I do a few more practice equations or something like that, I actually can achieve a lot more. So the growth mindset is very, very critical toward any kind of grit. This idea that I can push through it, I can do a few more reps, I can give it another try. And, you know, applying that to uh, logistics and sales, Yes, a lot of us need grit when we're doing that kind of work is I try not to let any, if I have a bad call or something like I expected that deal to go through and now it's not going through, I try and jump right away onto another call and kind of get that next call. And I don't like the idea of ending on a bad note, but also I like the idea of just one more, one more rep, one more call. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And this idea that, you know, this one might have not been it, but this next one could be it. So there's the grit there rather than saying, you know, oh, you know, here's another call that went badly. I must just not be very good at this. And there's nothing I learned from this. You know, what did I learn from that call? What do I need to do differently is would be the growth mindset that would go with the grit to go on to the next one. So that's the idea of continuous improvement. Every day I'm getting better. Yep. So I like it. So what's the number two strategy for 
developing grit. Yeah, this is a really important one. It's knowing your why, why it's important to you and why you want to find that afterburner. So actually at this juncture of our conversation, I'd really like to ask you what kinds of grit and what's the why behind the Logistics of Logistics podcast? I've always enjoyed creating content. So this was a great way to create content. I like the idea of teaching. Mm -hmm. I also like the idea of collaborating and creating content with others. And you know, you've done a lot of articles. I think you're writing a book, right? I am. (laughs) It's going to take a lot of grit. It's going to take a lot of grit. (laughs) So you know how hard it is to write. And I've written a lot of articles, a lot of blog posts websites. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed content writing, but I also, you know, hated it. Right? Mm-hmm, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. And then when I started doing podcasts, it was like, I'm collaborating with people like you. I'm learning. I like to think somebody's learning from this conversation. So it's just, you know, I am a big mouth know-it-all and I just want everyone <laughs> to hear me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it and it felt like a good fit. And so it's when you're, when you feel like well, this is kind of works, I like it. People mm-hmm. seem to enjoy it. And then why not? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so if you think about the idea that maybe you'd call somebody and you'd ask them to be on the podcast and they maybe say, no, it doesn't dishearten you because your why is I really like doing this. I really like sharing this content. I really think I'm providing value to the logistics community. And that's what powers you through. So if you can have a good feeling for why you're doing something, that can really, really contribute to grit. Yeah. And we all have to figure out what our why is. is what Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And it might shift. It might shift. I mean, your why can be, you know, I've got a family to feed, and so I'm going to have to go out and do this. Or it can be something more along the lines of what you're doing, which is I really feel very committed to providing quality content. Yeah, yeah, you you know, that is a big difference because I remember when I was doing a job where I had two kids in college and I was like, oh, it wasn't (laughs) exact. It was time for a change, but ah, I was making good money. So I was like, ah, no change happening here. This, this, I will grit it out because. I love my kids and I like living indoors and eating every day. So, yeah. um, So that was your why at the time. And your why now is more along the lines of powering through so that you create the very best podcast that you can offer. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I like it. So number one with growth mindset. Number two was know your why. What's number three? Number three is kind of a fun one. So a lot of times you can find grit by identifying with either somebody in popular culture, a movie character, a character in literature. Some people, you know, look at Rocky. My daughter rode at University of Michigan and her particular... Yeah, go blue. And her and her boat was national champion, NCAA national champion. And the night before the race, uh, they watched the story of Secretariat. And if you're familiar with that horse, when he won the Triple Crown, the last race of that Triple Crown, he won it by something like 20 lengths. And one of the lines in that movie was, let her run, let her run. So when these girls came up for this final race for the NCAAs, in their mind, it was, let her run, let her run. And that propelled them to this extra level of grit to actually win and become national champs. The interesting thing about that too is that just prior to that race, a storm had come up. And so the race was delayed. And there's nothing worse that interferes with somebody's mojo is when it's disrupted by a delay of some sort. So this let her run became the battle cry of grit 
to refocus and create the energy to finish the race on top. So a movie character, even a line from the movie, let her run or some line from Rocky or some other. Yeah. yeah, I love to go on YouTube and look for these like inspirational movie scenes and somebody splices together like 10 of them. You're like, you watch those, you know, whether it's got Rocky or a lot of them have that Tom Cruise scene where he's grilling Jack Nicholson in that one movie. And you just, these are such great scenes and they just evoke like these emotions in you like, I can do it. (laughs) Yeah. And those are real things. Those are real shifts in brain chemistry, by the way. You know, I mentioned that I worked with brains for many, many years prior to coaching. There's a real shift in brain chemistry that comes with something like that. You know, watching somebody else endure or watching some sort of moment of inspiring you know, conquest is absolutely will shift your brain chemistry, just like watching something that makes you feel powerless is going to make you feel powerless or nervous or anxious or whatever else. So it's, this is a very effective way to create grit. I like it. Yeah. So. So what's number four? What's another way to develop grit? Another way to develop grip is to find music, actually, that is going to set the tone for you. So, you know, you've heard about people have workout playlists, for instance. There might be music that you listen to as you're going into work to start working on your logistics job for the day. Something that preps your mind, preps your brain chemistry to endure. Yeah, you remember uh, the famous salesman Dwight Schrute from The Office. He would listen to music before he would go on a sales call. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of value to that. And look how cool he is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when you when you, you know you you come in and you have the heavy veil of COVID and disrupted supply chains and all of these kinds of things that create anxiety, something that's going to make you put on your hero's cape can be very, very useful. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, I like, I have Spotify and I love going to the gym and turning on my Spotify list. But what's crazy is every once in a while, there'll be like a song you go, I know I put that on this list, but it's just not doing it. And I got to fast forward to it. And because I'm looking for, just as you said, I'm looking for that little bit of, little bit of music that'll inspire me to work out a little harder. Yeah. Yeah. I have a workout playlist. But there's a couple songs on it that really, I like the songs, but they really belong on the, a different playlist because right. I'll actually get off of the Pilates reformer and, and pass over them because I'll, I'll realize they haven't contributed to that inspirational grit mindset I'm looking for. So yeah, you're listening you to Celine Dion song come on, you're like, that ain't going to help. Yeah, or Nora Jones. It's like, well, that's not going to do it. <laughs> right. All right. So. And what's the next uh, way we can develop grit? Okay, so I referred to this a few times in our conversation, but it's really important thing. We really need to pay attention to what's happening to our brain energy. So if you, a couple of examples. So if you go and you are looking at a Twitter argument or you are watching hours and hours of news, pay attention to What's happening with your brain chemistry? Are you feeling empowered? Do you have, is this creating the kind of mindset and brain chemistry that you need to accomplish a goal? Or is this putting you into a state of chronic anxiety? Uh, we had, uh, just prior to our call here, we had a little conversation about this idea of cortisol. Cortisol is an important brain chemistry hormone and it is the hormone in our brain that 
allows us to respond to threat. So it's baked into us for survival. So you see a saber-toothed tiger, you get a shot of cortisol, it says, alert, alert, and you get out of the way. Well, I'd fight um, it off. But go ahead. Yeah, could, of course you, could you run, would. You well, could nowadays, run out. nowadays, since you're a Navy SEAL, practically, you would, and only your bare hands, you'd, have, you'd fight it I listen it to off. the tapes. Yeah, you listen to the tapes, so no problem. But what we're doing to ourselves, actually, is we're putting ourselves in the state of a chronic cortisol state. And what that does is it puts us on a state of hyper alertness and anxiety, but it also creates inflammation. It also creates sleep problems. It also creates all of these things that make us actually less effective. We're physically less effective. We're emotionally less effective because we're not meant to sit in a pool of chronic cortisol. So watching what you're doing with your time, particularly with media, you know, and the sneaky and insidious thing is you can be telling yourself, well, I just want to be informed. But right. You're, you're, yeah, you're saying, oh, I, I just want to be informed. I just got to turn this on because I really want to be informed. No, it's not that. I mean, you to a degree, but the vast majority of it is putting you into a state of hyper anxiety. You're yeah. not being informed at this point. You're becoming angry. You're becoming anxious and you're not becoming focused and attaining the goals and addressing the real issues that need your focus. Right. And I think, Anne, I mentioned, I, I read somewhere that cortisol in that way we can be like brain poison because oh, yeah. while we need it, being in that constant state of it helps you gain weight, it helps your brain get less less useful, right? Well, you know, as a matter of fact, one of the big ones that a chronic cortisol affects is memory. So it affects the memory centers in your brain. So your ability for recall is affected by chronic stress. Yes. So many, 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 many good reasons to really watch the impact of those types of things on your mind. I'm not saying I always do it, but I do try and avoid this. Snake. I got rid of my cable, so which was a good mm-hmm. thing. So I can't watch all that craziness. But on top of yeah. that... You know, and you, you've influenced me with this idea of go for a walk, go for a walk. Yes. And lives in Minnesota. No matter how cold it gets up there, no matter how much snow they get up there, she's out walking. And I'll tell you, she said something to me a few years ago, which is you never feel bad when you come home from a walk. If yeah. you go up for a walk. And so I've now have adopted the idea that if I'm not doing anything, I'm sitting in front of the TV, put on the headset and go for a walk, listen to a book. And the books are never going to be this negative crap that I see on the TV or playing around on social media. Exactly, exactly. So the structure that's affected by chronic cortisol, by the way, is the hippocampus. That's the memory structure. So when you go out for a walk, for instance, you go out for a walk, not only do you get the benefits of, you know, if you're doing it in the cold, you get those grit benefits, you know, you're out there, you know, hey, look at me. But you're also dissolving or lessening some of that cortisol in your body. So there's a lot of benefits to that. But the main thing is to pay attention because that will absolutely lead to not more grit, but this feeling of insecurity instead of being anxious and disempowered. Yes, yeah, and I think that's so much part of the kind of, again, that first few weeks of the pandemic, I was sitting around watching TV because I wanted to see what was there. Was always waiting for the breaking news, but there was so much anxiety and then there's the negativity that came with it. 
fear. I felt victimized. And it, only in retrospect do I realize that. At the yep. time it was happening, I was like just sitting there, oh, pass the Cheetos, give me another glass of wine. Yep. Really <laughs> the wrong way to live. Cheetos, Joe? Cheetos? Oh! Your chips are my poison, I'm afraid. Oh, Lord have mercy, Cheetos. Okay, uh, well, I it's guess Cheetos, Cheetos probably isn't going to sponsor you now, sorry. They are um, good for the soul, I'm not going to uh, you're yeah, Okay, so... Now, what's another one besides avoiding this negative news? Yeah. What's another one? Yeah, so maybe there's a treasured relative who embodied what grit looked like. So maybe it's a grandmother or a parent or a friend, somebody who embodied this grit, somebody really, really close to you. So something as simple as identifying who that person is and even just keeping their picture nearby so that when you find yourself not wanting to go on, just kind of turn your gaze towards that picture and say, ah, yes. Just like her, just like him. And this is, by the way, really an effective thing, too, because, you know, you may not relate to this idea, for instance, of a Navy SEAL, which is one of the biggest examples of grit there is. You may not relate to that. You might say, well, you know, I'm never going to crawl under barbed wire with, you know, in five feet of water or something. (laughs) You know, you're not going to do that. But you can say, you know, here's this grandmother of mine or here's this friend of mine who personified this idea of grit and that can become your inspiration. Yeah. And I, when I think of this idea of grit, I always do think of how many athletes do you see on TV when, when they thank their mom or their dad or their grandma yeah. or whoever. And it's usually not <laughs> my grandma is the physically strongest person. It's usually yeah. stuff about sacrifice and, yeah. you know, long term kind of making sure that my kids are staying on track. Yeah. And so yep. it's even though their kid is a star athlete, they kind of look to that parent as yep. a uh, my mom and dad pushed me and they pushed themselves to do the right thing. So I love that one. Right, right. So I think you got one more for us and what is the last the last strategy? One. Okay. This is one of my favorite ones because here's the thing. All of these muscles that you build are just like muscles in the gym. They're things that you have to build day to day. And so it's being aware of the fact that it is a day to day thing that you can build on it and build on it. It, Again, it's that growth mindset. You're not sitting in just a certain spot and not being able to make any changes. It's a day to day thing. But the piece of this last one that I really, really like is that what happens If you have a couple of bad days or you have a moment where you fall off this. Go off the diet. (laughs) Go off the diet, for instance. Stop making your phone calls in a lot of cases. Yeah, yeah. So there's this actual phenomenon in psychology and it's known as the what the hell effect. And what the hell effect is, is when you have dropped off of your goal for the day, rather than saying, well, I better get back on the horse. It's, ah, what the hell? I'm just going to, you know, this day's blown. So, you know, you have a hundred bucks. I'm not going to spend this hundred bucks. You Suddenly you break the hundred dollar bill. Now you have 90 bucks and you go, ah, what the hell? You know, I'll just keep spending. I don't have a hundred bucks anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have a hundred. What the hell? I might as well keep going. Or we were having a laugh offline about the cake. You know, just, oh, what right. the, yeah, I'm on this diet. I just ate two pieces of cake. Ah, what the hell? I'll just keep going because it's already a lost cause. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as you have a bite of cake, all of a sudden, well, now that I'm off my diet, I might what as well. What the hell? The whole I'll cake, just right? keep going. What yeah. 
And the nature of grit, the nature of grit and sort of its cousin discipline is this ability to not judge yourself so harshly that you fall into the what the hell mindset and all is lost. And so you stop trying to go toward that goal. Right. You call it managing the slip. <laughs> managing the slip. Yeah. In fact, I, on my website, I have a blog about the what the hell effect. Because the first time I heard about it, I just, just threw my head back and laughed because I said I can just completely relate to that. And it is exactly that. What Oh, what the hell? Oh, yeah. And it can all go downhill very quickly because I've lived this where, you know, your personal and your work life, you know, overlap, obviously. And where you say, Oh, I had a bad day at work, you know, and then I was like, oh, God, I'm beat. I'm not going to the gym. I'm not going for a walk. Yep. Oh, what do I got to eat in here? Yeah. All of a sudden it went from a bad day to uh, not going to work out to I'm not going to eat right. So it yeah. all falls apart. Yeah. And so the context of, you know, our audience, you know, is in the supply chain and logistics sphere. So if you can think about those times when things don't go well, Gosh, <laughs> you never have those days, right? No, you have right. them just about every day. Lots of and, them lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's this feeling that if something falls off the radar, or falls off the wagon, there's a feeling that maybe, ah, oh, what the hell, you know, it's whatever. And that is the kind of thing that can set you back. Yep. Uh, whether it's, you know, you've got to make a few phone calls to arrange for something in logistics sales and you just, end up, you know, having a bad call and you you blow it and you go, ah, what the hell, you know, the rest of them are going to be just like this or rather than saying, well, I wonder what I can learn from that call or what do I have to do differently or even more importantly, what's my inspiration to continue? What's right. What's my why? What am I trying to achieve here? So, Anne, I want to summarize these seven. And then when I'm done, maybe you give us some final thoughts on this topic. Sure. And then we'll talk a little bit about what you're up to. So yeah. we're trying to develop grit. And we all know we need more. We can always use more, right? Right. And so you gave us seven strategies. One is this growth mindset. Yeah. Number two is know your why. Number three is identify that movie character. Maybe it's Rocky or Robin Williams in that yet yeah, of number of inspirational roles, whoever it might be. Somebody from Frozen. Yep. <laughs> right. Next is music. Use music to change your mood, kind of pump yourself up. Number five was avoid the negative stuff in the world. All that negative news, all the stuff that creates anxiety in our life, that drives all that extra cortisol that's not good for us. Mm -hmm. Stay away from that stuff. Look to a relative, look to a family member who inspires you, who has shown great grit and perseverance over time. And then last but not least, don't fall victim to the what the hell. Yeah, the what the hell effect. <laughs> right. Yes. So give us some final thoughts on this, Anne. Yeah. So, you know, we're in these unprecedented times where things are disrupted every day and there's a lot of concern and anxiety going on. And it's very easy to fall into a state of just limbo almost or worse. And so it's really, really important to start looking at what it is that you are taking advantage of from the perspective of growth, from a growth mindset to become better at your job and to become better at your work. So one of the things that we talked about today was grit. Now, another thing I would like to talk about someday on your podcast is this idea of resilience. Like and that's that. its cousin. And together, those, you know, strategic and strong 
is a really, really winning combination. Today we talked about strong, we'll talk about strategic another time. But what I would like to do ahead of the strategic piece is to invite people to an offer that I have, which is just to take a free assessment about you know, where your mindset is strategically, and then just schedule a 15-minute free consultation to go over those results. So that link will be in your bio, you know, or in your show notes. show notes. That's right. I'm thinking about Instagram. It's always link in bio. But yeah, in your show notes, you know, just take that assessment, find out where you are strategically. How are you maneuvering on the ocean here? And talk to me about it for 15 minutes would be my offer and it will be in the show notes. But yeah, yeah it's a great topic, really an important topic. Yep. And guys, I highly recommend you talk to Anne. One of the things I've said over time is working with Anne, you know, I started working with her, I don't know, thinking 10 years ago, but it was just, she does a lot of personality assessments. So when she has says, this is your strengths and your weaknesses, it's not coming from a rah-rah of, I'll tell you how to be better perspective. It's coming from, here's your personality type, which is all scientific. And also she is a brain scientist. So she understands how the brain works. She understands not at a you know, uh, let me tell you war stories place, but science. And um, I like that approach. And also, as you can tell from our conversation, she's a wonderful person to talk to also. Yeah, thank you, Joe. I appreciate that very much. And I love your audience too. I I like getting the feedback that you share with me when people let you know what they like. And uh, we hope we can provide more and more of that for you. Yeah, yep. You're one of the crowd favorites, and there's no doubt. (laughs) So... Thank you very much, Anne. And yeah, stay we'll gritty. Stay gritty, right? <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. All right. Thanks again, Anne. Until You're next welcome. time, onward and upward. You've been listening to the Logistics of Logistics podcast, where we engage in conversations with experts in the logistics field. If you're an expert and would like to be featured on the Logistics of Logistics podcast, please email Joe Lynch at joe at the logisticsoflogistics.com.